0: Why don't we give the Lord a big old clap? Come on, all you great people. Friday night. How how good is our church worship band? Give them a big old clap. Man, you guys were off the charts tonight. Uh, Before you sit down, can we give all of our sound technicians, all the ushers, if you're an usher, lift your hand. If you're working behind the scenes, can we give them a big old clap tonight? Give them honor where it's due. And then before you sit down, turn to three people you don't know. Tell them your name. Tell them who you are. If you know them, tell them they look better than the last time you saw them. If it's your spouse, tell them they look happier, healthier, the sexiest they've ever looked. All right. Elevate Conference, how awesome is this and the history and the legacy that's not only achieved in the past but what we're doing in the present and where we're going in the future aren't you glad to be a part of something so much bigger than your own self man just listening come on pastor pastor carl when you were talking i had a chance to meet you a couple weeks ago and what a gem what an honor is this your beautiful wife can you please stand up so we can honor you you look the best Look at that gorgeous, powerful woman. Give her a big old clap. And can we give it up for Pastor Adam and Carrie? Come on, stand up. Stand up, please. Let me embarrass you. Um, I've been speaking for, this is my 25th year, and I left professional baseball. I was playing with the Boston Red Sox, and God told me I want you to speak, and I didn't know how. I knew how to say more cuss words than Bible words. And you come across people on this journey where I think every person needs a hero. And heroes decide your energy, your endurance, and your experience. And you need other people that have gone through things, overcome things, challenged things. And you guys raise the bar for us all. How many grateful for and great, wonderful leaders that challenge us to be everything God calls us to be? Give them a big old clap. Awesome. And last but not least, my wife is here with me tonight. Katrina, stand up. Come on. Yes. She is the best part of our family. I'm a dad. I am a speaker. I speak about 60% in the church world and I speak about 40% in the mainstream world. So if I'm Grant Cardone, uh, Tony Robbins, I just spoke for Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg a couple weeks ago, speak for all kinds of different people in that world, but have a chance to bring the Jesus life, come on into dark places. So I'm a little bit of a rare guy. I was a professional athlete and I met a 76 year old woman on an airplane on my way to spring training. And I sat next to her and she said, can I talk to you? And she goes, you seem like an interesting person. And I had Guns N' Roses playing in my ear. I was listening to, I think, Knocking on Heaven's Door. I had a big dip of Copenhagen in my lip and a 76-year-old woman next to me from Texas. (laughs) And she goes, who are you? I go, I'm just a guy that, you know, I'm young. I play sports for a career. And she goes, but that's not all you're gonna do. There's millions of people, they're waiting in the delivery room and you're gonna be a deliverer that God's gonna raise up. And I said, I think you got the wrong guy. I think you're looking for somebody in 12A. (laughs) Her husband was knocked out on an oxygen tank for about five hours to Fort Myers, Florida. And she goes, no, I pegged, I got the right guy. She says, God's gonna raise you up and things are gonna happen powerful. So for five hours, she prophesied me blind. She may be blind to everything I thought I was, and the more her words got inside of a 19-year-old young guy with a lot of energy and steroids on his body, because we could do it at that age. Come on, Pastor, it was still legal. Um, this was before we got busted. I think he just might have natural muscles. I don't, anyways. But uh, she, for five hours, talked to me about things about my life. And I remember walking off the airplane, like, who the heck am I? I don't even know who I am anymore. But she would write me letters every week and say, don't quit. Somebody's waiting for you. Don't quit. Millions are waiting for you. I didn't know what to do. So I came back to California after speaking or playing my season. And I went to only one guy that I trusted and he was the Raiders chaplain. And i went into his office and i go okay i really made like a jesus decision what am i going to do with my life how do i do this thing he says do yourself a favor don't go try to learn all the christian rules he says do yourself a favor go brainwash yourself on all the miracles of the bible every day read a miracle and read it out loud because as you renew your mind you'll look, begin to think like god thinks so when other people see obstacle you'll see opportunity when other people see sickness you'll see healing when other people see scarcity or struggle or lack you'll see that god can make a way where there is no way most people live on the frequency of the world because they don't think in terms of god's miracles do yourself a favor and change the way you think and I took his word and I started doing it and I began to transform the way I think by putting this word in me I remember a talk show host I'm just doing a little pre real quick before I get in my message but a, a guy asked me the mayor he said what in the world do you use like even Tony Robbins we were at dinner he goes what in the world are you using to bring so much change and empowerment I go, man, I don't want to build my life on pop psychology. I don't want to build my life on trendy things. I don't want to build my life on just like pop success. I want to build my life on something timeless. I use God's word. I remember Tony Robbins looking at me going, for real, you use God's word. I go, yeah, because I don't want good results. I want God results. I don't want natural results that the mind of a man can pull off because the Bible says that man that just trusts in man, he's cursed, but the man that trusts in God, he can be blessed. How many still believe in the Bible? Come on, that's my plug for the Bible. The title of my speech tonight is Stuck, Step Out of Stuck. Someone say, step out of stuck. Turn to the person next to you, say, step out of stuck. You're not gonna like tonight. You're gonna love the night. I'm gonna speak strong for about 25 to 35 minutes. And I'm gonna pray for people and people are gonna get healed everywhere. Just like the boy with cerebral palsy on Sunday, you can go watch it online, a boy that cannot walk with braces all over his legs, 15 years of age in front of 2,500 people, Sunday morning, 11 o'clock, palsied, cerebral palsy and he can't hardly move and he took off in front of 2,500 people. That stuff's gonna happen tonight because God's still God, for real. Step out of stuck. And before I read John chapter 5, if you have a Bible, go there on the right hand side of it. It's John chapter 5, and read verses 1 through 9. But there was a song, uh, it's a famous song by U2. How many remember that song? Uh, it says, You've got to get yourself together. You got stuck in a moment. Now you can't get out of it. Don't say that later will be better because you got stuck in a moment. And you can't get out of it. I know not you guys are too Christian for all that, but for us that are still working out our salvation. As I've been around this planet and speaking, and even over the last month, I spoke to a little over 40,000 people face-to-face. Uh, it's my 23rd speaking uh, session here in about 30 days. Just to give you an idea, and I got three more to go this week before I head to another country uh, this weekend. But let me say this for a minute. I come across and there's be ignorant to not notice patterns in people. People with the nature of God in them, Christ in the inside of them, yet feeling and living powerless, they got stuck in a moment. They got stuck in a moment where somebody left them. Come on, they would have never ordered that to happen, but yet it still occurred. Come on, they got stuck in a moment because COVID happened and they didn't know what to do and they just became, come on, reactive to everything that was around them. They got stuck in a moment when they got a diagnosis and they never expected to get and now their body's struggling. Come on, and you're wondering, am I gonna live up to my baby pictures? Am I gonna have a happy ending? Am I gonna have health? Come on, as a parent, as a grandparent. You ever been stuck in a moment and you felt like you can't get out of it? You ever been stuck mentally? Come on. You're trying to go forward, but you have backward thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever tried to go forward in your health or come on, lose the weight. Come on. And then you try to go to the gym and you don't look like the person next to you. Yeah. And you're like, maybe this isn't cut out for me. Yeah. <laughs> stuck in a moment where powerlessness has replaced the sense of power. Powerlessness is a sense or the root of all negative emotion. If you feel powerless to change your past, you feel guilty and condemned. Condemnation destroys confidence that steals joy, That steals strength. If you feel powerless to change your future. You feel scared and nervous, worried, we could say, huh? But if you feel powerless to change your present, you can feel angry. You can feel bitter when you start to feel like things won't change. Your allergies won't heal. Come on. The diabetes, you know, having diabetes or your insulin levels, if that won't change, or if you feel like your kid won't learn how to read, or you can't overcome the learning challenge, come on. Or your family won't come back together, or a lost member won't become a born again. When you start to feel like things won't change, come on, you start to accept a weak life. So many people that had power, they had juice in 2019, are walking around wondering and wandering, waiting for something to happen. They're waiting for something to change. Can I tell you something? Change doesn't come down. Revival does not come down. Revival comes out. It happens when someone says, I'm tired of living this way. I'm tired of being sick. I'm tired of being depressed. I'm tired of being tormented. I'm tired of being broke. Come on. I'm tired of being overweight. I'm tired of being in a marriage where I don't show up with love. I'm tired of being just regular. I'm tired of being common. There's something inside your DNA that should hate living normal. Jesus didn't move inside you to be normal. There's a four letter F word that messes your life up more than anything else. You want to guess what that four letter F word is? Fine. This is where church people love this one. How are you? Fine. How's your marriage? Fine. How's your kids? Fine. How's your relationship with Jesus? Fine. How's your health? Fine. It's not so great that you celebrate it. And it's not so painful that you do something about it. You just live in a place called fine where you put comfort before your calling and you arrange your faith around your comfort and convenience. Oh, this is going to be good tonight. But all it takes is a moment where you step out of a place called stuck. John chapter five. Later on there was verse one, check this out. It says in the Amplified Bible, there was a Jewish festival or a feast, someone say a feast, for which Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem a pool near the sheep gate. That sounds funny. A pool had, it was called Bethesda, which actually means house of mercy or grace, having five doorways. In these lay a great number of sick people. Some are blind crippled, paralyzed, waiting for the stirring of the water. For an angel would go down at certain seasons, stir up the water. Whoever stepped in first after the stirring was made well of whatever disease they had. There was a certain homie that was there who'd suffered with a deep-seated lingering disorder for 38 years. Someone say a long time. (laughs) Slap the person next to you, say a long time. Jesus looked and noticed him lying helpless knowing he'd been in that condition a long time. And Jesus, the master says, do you want to become well? Turn to the person next to you say, do you wanna become well? In the parentheses of the Amplified Bible it says, are you really determined and committed about getting well? The invalid said, sir, I have no man when the water's moving to put me into the pool. But while I'm trying to get into it, some other buddy, blocks me and cuts me off and steps down ahead of me. Jesus said to him, rise, take up your bed and walk. Someone say rise, rise. take up your bed and walk. walk. Instantly, the man became well. He recovered his strength, picked up his bed and walked. And the day was the Sabbath day. Here we go. There is interesting that it was a feast. A feast was a time of celebration. A time of excitement where people would go up to party. I love that about Jesus. He was always attending social gatherings where life was happening, where anywhere he could celebrate. How many of you would notice in the gospel, because Jesus always came with good news, come on. Not Fox, not CNN, MSN, but good news. Come on, somebody. He had a prophetic spirit. Come on, not a, not a, not a, a political spirit. He was a happy faith. He came from a happy place. He always loved to celebrate. To celebrate means to make an event out of. Many are missing the celebration of their Christian experience of their life because they're exhausted. They're exhausted by regret. We live in a therapy culture that says you are your past. That biography equals destiny. What a life on the pit of hell. The cross makes things different because on the cross, you become a new creation and the past doesn't equal the future. The cross means my resurrection, not my condemnation. That was good right there. Come on, smile. Even if you got five teeth, try it. You got 82 muscles in your face. You might as well use them. Other people are re, come on, not enjoying it because they've been hurt. They're holding on to the hurt rather than releasing it through forgiveness. So they constantly revisit and recycle the pain of their history channel. Come on. And they never enjoy anything in the present. The two, the shortest verse in the Bible is not Jesus wept. It's rejoice always. There's 12 syllables in the, in the Hebrew language. It means rejoice always, 14 for Jesus wept. And j- rejoice always. I believe that God's idea for you, and it says the will of God in 1 Thessalonians, is to always be rejoicing and to celebrate. There should be a state of celebration in my heart. Not when things are only good. Not when just your dog acts right. Come on, your kids get a good grade, come on. But there should be a state of celebration in my heart. David said, Psalm 45, 1, my heart overflows with a great theme, a good theme. But you look at most people, they're not enjoying their moment of life. But yet Jesus was constantly showing up at parties. Let's go to Lazarus' house, let's throw a party. Matthew, you're a tax collector, let's throw a freaking party. If you haven't seen The Chosen, anybody seen The Chosen? One of the producers on the front row right here, okay, watch, for real. She came with us they had a party at Matthew's house. Then let's go to Zacchaeus. Climb down your freaking tree, Zacchaeus. Let's go to your house and have a party. Jesus loved to live in a place of celebration. Notice he didn't go to the Pharisees and the Sadducees' house. That was always negative. His presence was attracted to someone that was rejoicing and somebody celebrating. How attractive is your atmosphere to the presence of God? Is it a place God likes to show up, or is He going to get more of the same, the usual, the normal, the cynical, the pessimistic? I don't like what Dr. Fauci is suggesting. I Joe Biden, he can't even ride a bike. I don't even know. Cynical, come on! I wonder what the leaders of our country and city are going to do. Who cares? You don't live according to a government. You have a king this isn't your home you're a pilgrim you're a citizen of heaven slap the person next to you say that boy's on let's pay attention (laughs) how do I how do I how do do I get there how do I enjoy if I'm going to elevate at the conference how do I how do I how do do I enjoy it I got to make a decision your decisions not conditions determine your destiny One thief, come on, and one murder on the side of Jesus. One chose to go to hell, the other chose to go to heaven. Mary and Martha in the same house. He said, She has chosen Mary, the better part. It won't be taken from her. Your decisions, not conditions, determine destiny. I've been in homes, uh, a 46,000 square foot home. I got lost, the butler had to come get me. A self made billionaire. And he was sitting there, he had made choices that poisoned his life, and he was sitting there, come on, all frustrated, complaining. And I've been in a hut in the middle of Tanzania, Africa, made of dung. And the size of it was probably no bigger than this to this. there and a woman thought she had the biggest mansion her thicket come on that was on the outside was to protect her from the lions and the elephants she had so much gratefulness and praise she just said look at what god's done for me she had smaller experiences but had a different spirit because of what she chose Come on, the power of the Lord was present to heal them all, Luke chapter 5. But only one man that decided to climb through a roof and interrupt a church service got healed even though the power was there for everybody. Not everybody made the choice to get well. Your decisions, not conditions, determine your destiny. Ooh, Paul said this, I know everywhere I go, they're going to beat me, they're going to slap me, they're going to torment me because I'm speaking the gospel. But none of these things move me. This is where you're going to get, come on, in 2023. I know I might be ridiculed for standing in faith. I know the enemy might attack my life, but nothing he throws at me. I don't care if it's a diagnosis. I don't care if my kid acts up. I don't care if somebody flips me off on the five freeway. And then you go to lift your hand, you're like, I praise the Lord. Come on, you were started and you're like, oh, self-control, come back. (laughs) Jesusified. <laughs> Paul said, "None of these things move me. I'm going to finish my course, and I'm going to do it with joy." Yeah. What if you got so inside you and infectiously inside you because joy is contagious, like depression is d- contagious, wow. disappointment's contagious? Come on. What have you got into your home that, hey, I'm going to finish my course. I'm going to run with it this year, but I'm not just going to run with it. I'm going to do it with joy. I'm going to do it with excitement. You can beat me. You can do everything you want to me, but the devil can't steal what I've decided. That is my joy. Someone give the Lord a clap and a shout. Hey, come on. This is good teaching. Come on. Anybody with me on this thing? How am I doing on time? Am I right? Okay. So Jesus shows up in the celebration of life. So should you. How do you get there? Number one, I make a decision. Number two, I decide to become super grateful. Why? Something happens and you become super thankful. Jesus never asked the Father to do a miracle. He simply thanked him and then he did it. Could that shift your prayers? If I gave you a seven day challenge, don't ask God for something for the next seven days well, brother, doesn't the word of God say that God's rich to those that call upon it? Didn't I, Jesus say, come on, I'm giving like Oklahoma right now. Did not Jesus say, ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full? What if most people's prayers are trying to talk God into going big? Lord, I know you can heal. Lord, I know you can provide. You could do it, Lord, you could do it. Come on, like your prayers, you're like trying to talk God into being big. You don't got to convince God to go big. Faith is joining life with God in a life bigger than the one that you got and just saying, God, thank you that the miracles are in motion. Lord, I know you can provide for my family. Really? He spoke the universes, the galaxies into place, and you're tripping on 500 bucks? And you're trying to convince Jehovah Jireh that he can do it? He doesn't need your pump up session. He's God, whether you praise him or not. In fact, the praise only does one thing. It lets you breathe his oxygen into your soul and exhale all the negative oxygen in the world because you're in the world but not of the world. And in his presence, you learn things that go beyond what you can see. David said his atmosphere of his presence affects my heart. It's out of your heart you see. You got a clogged heart physically, you slow your circulation. You got clogged arteries, you're in jeopardy of a heart attack. You got a hole in your heart, you're about to freaking die. But if you got a pure heart, according to Jesus, you can see God. Whew, wouldn't that be awesome this year that you walk out of conference? You're like, baby, I've seen God on a whole nother level. I see God for our family, I see God for our marriage. I see God in our future. I see him in our economy. I see him in our health. No matter what they're doing in America, it doesn't matter what they're doing in Russia, it don't matter what the next flu they're going to come up with, it makes no difference. I see God in my future. David said, I see the Lord before me, I'm not moved. Somebody going to get this, watch. Psalm 67 says, as they gave thanks and praise, then the Lord released increase. Not as they complained and convinced God, as they gave thanks and praise, then God released increase. Imagine if you thank God for who he is. Who is he to you? To me, he's a healer, why? They stopped my wife's heart for four and a half hours, said she would not come back. Her heart, aortic root, had bloomed out of her chest, the one sitting on the front row. They said she would not return, that's how I met her. I had a vision when she came to me the first time, I had a vision of Jesus in the operating room, and I said, you need to go have a surgery, God will meet you there, he's gonna use doctors in the matter, and it's gonna save your life. True story, that's how we met saved her freaking life he's a deliverer a pastor raped my wife after recovering and she suffered for nine and a half months with torment on her brain in her brain fighting for sanity in her soul hating her flesh because of a defilement of somebody i got enough reasons to be bothered but i also know what it's like when jesus shows up as a deliverer in that room of torment after nine months and jesus said they touched your body but they did not touch the real you and in a moment all those demonic forces lift they things might have touched your outside they don't got to live on your inside I don't know who God is to you I know him as a healer I know him as a provider I'm not shocked if he performs I walked with Tiger Woods the whole time with Tiger Tiger sits there and goes I'm Tiger Woods the greatest golfer in the world he talks to himself thousands are looking to talk to him I'm Tiger Woods, the greatest golfer in the world. Here's what I do, I go here and I hit the shot. He's just talking to himself the whole time. You're Tiger Woods, because my daddy Earl said, the, well on this pole, this is what you do, you hit it around to the hip, two, two inches to that side, it will slice in, because you're Tiger Woods, this is what you do. He recounted who he said his daddy was. How often do you recount who your daddy is and celebrate? I love what David did after he cut off Goliath's head. They had a big old party in the middle of Israel. And what did David do? He took barbarically, come on, Goliath's head just to the party. That is dope. Come on, is it any, come on, come on, some of you have seen some movies out there. Come on, that's like Gladiator on steroids. He chops off the dude's head with his sword. Some of you have overcome amazing things. And you got a lot to celebrate. Come on, pick up that trophy. Come on. God brought my family out of alcoholism. God brought my family out of depression. God brought me out of cancer. Can I get a testimony in here? Come on, stir yourself up, Elevate Church. You're like, man, you just got a lot of energy. No, I got a real faith that lives on the inside of me. I'm not shocked if miracles happen. I'm shocked if they don't you just worship the omnipresent omnipotent omniscient God and he's here should I expect different Jesus said I'm the same yesterday and today and forever I'm with you always I left one way and I'll return one way should I expect any different man I should have anticipation maybe that's why when you start thanking God you move from anxiety to anticipation God doesn't meet you according to your anxiety. He meets you at your expectation level. Somebody ought to catch that. According to your expectation, let it be unto you. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, even over Orange, California, looking to show himself strong on someone who's looking for him. Even if the whole nation's gone whack and woke. Let that just simmer, come on they've gone whack and woke and withered and the churches have withered most of them they didn't have a backbone they had a wishbone without a backbone they bowed to Jezebel rather than have a backbone and stand there was a woman by the name of Deborah she had a different expectation she was just a mom she'd have a background second degree a woman didn't have the same value did an opportunity but it said "Deborah, just a mom judges chapter 5 she stood up and she had an expectation that God would use her to do something about all the mayhem that was in her city all the violence in her city all the kids being ravaged and raped in her city just a mom with no education she stood up and expected Jehovah god almighty to back her up if she would take a stand and take a step and when she did all of a sudden the army started to rise behind a woman could you imagine you might be the one one vote can change a nation unless you're in america come on somebody one song can make come on, create a mood anybody with me come on a little marvin Gaye. come on somebody a little Shadé. somebody come on don't act like you don't come on somebody Come on, that's baby making music right there. (laughs) One star can guide a ship, come on. One word can start a prayer. One step can start a race, come on. Your world just needs one person to stand up and that's you. Maybe the distance between what is and what can be is you. History needs a story. This is history. Oftentimes we praise history. Oh my goodness. You're the God that did this with Daniel. You shut the lion's mouth. He did. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you delivered him out of the fire. He did. Oh, you're the God that spoke the word and cleansed the leper. He did. You're the God that did unusual miracles through the hands of Paul, who raised Paul from the dead when he died and was stoned. He did. We talk about what he did. What about your God? What about your God? Thank you. That, that's his story. That's his history. But now his story's you. Yes. Slap the person next to you and say, his story's you. How do I accelerate that story? Thank you, God, for who you are. Thank you for what you've done. And thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you for what you're going to you do. Thank you for delivering my child, delivering my brother. Come on, setting my mind free. Give the Lord a clap and a shout. You got this. Jesus shows up, he comes to a pool. It's known for its miracle activity. Only when it was stirred. When it wasn't stirred, it was stagnant and flat. Contrary and he, contrary to anybody's opinion in here, go do your study and stat. The biggest killer in the world is not COVID. Oh, I didn't get an amen, okay, whatever. It's mosquitoes. They're bred in stagnant waters. When water is not stirred, it becomes moldy, toxic. And all of a sudden, it develops all kinds of diseases. Going to Africa or or if you have done a lot of work there. You realize that's the biggest killer, has been the kill, biggest killer in the world, will continue to be. Regardless of the news follows it or not. But they're bred in stagnant waters. Let me ask you about the aspects of your life. Are you stirred or are you stagnant? Ask yourself the question, what about the dreamer in you? The quality of your life is the quality of your dreams if your memories are bigger than your dreams you're dying if i walked into your house are there more pictures about where you've been or about where you're going that tells me whether or not you're building a reality around your past or your future if you were to bring me into your crib tonight would i see more evidence that you have a great future or a great past can you handle this for a minute let's go raw you cool i like this anyways like to feel people watch Dreams are the energy of progress. Without a dream, I'm a slave to my surroundings. God in every generation and elevation and all purposes, he comes to people with vision and dreams while sight's the function of your eyes. Vision's a function of your heart. God gave you the gift of vision so you don't have to live contained by what you currently see. Without a vision, you settle for where you are or you return to where things were. You wonder and you wander. Come on. No aimless pace, come on. Life does something with you. Your vision is your future. Come on, somebody. And every generation, God came to a man, Abraham, the richest man in the planet. He was inside of his tent, cooking tea, come on, watching American Idol, come on, Jerusalem version, with Sarah. Come on, just use a little bit of story. Genesis 15. Come outside your tent, Abraham. I want you to count the stars. You want me to do what? I don't want to count, look at him, the galaxy, the Milky Way, the galaxy, come on, I can't count that many stars. Could you imagine the richest dude on the planet, an invisible voice is telling the richest guy on the planet to lay on his back and count stars? One, two, three, God, I feel stupid. Come on, I said it, I said it like a true Hispanic right there, come on, I feel stupid. Grexican, the, the Mexican, don't get it twisted, come on, don't get it for you. español? Come on, somebody. For all you white people, that's bald white boy. This speaks a little bit of English. Come on, somebody. Can you imagine him laying back down? Come on, one, two, three, four. Come on, when Carl was sitting here, I want you to go from Arizona to California, and I want to start with one, and I want to build another one, and I, well, you're going to do what? I, I feel shaky. I feel shaky. One, two, three, four, five, six, a 50, 60. God, I can't count that big. Good. That's the way your future's become. I don't need you to hear it in your ears. I need you to get a picture of it on the inside. Till you conceive it on the inside, you can't produce it on the outside. Your dream and vision is your future. Slap the person next to you and say, your vision is your future. Oh, this is good. Watch. What more can you be? What more will you be? What about the lover inside you? Stagnant or stirred? What's it like to be in a relationship with you? it got quiet aye i liked him so much better huh carl when he was like talking about the dreams you want me to go back to the dreamer for a minute just to make you feel good i can't i go back there stevie wonder at the age of five was at his uh friend's barn and he's blind you know stevie wonder everyone knows stevie wonder okay if you don't we'll pray for you afterwards people get destroyed for lack of knowledge pastor you know what it's like adam so he's he at his barn of his next door neighbor, and I don't know how he got there, but he was out there playing with Billy, and he stumbled on a rock and he put his hands out to grip whatever he could. He hit a broken piano. And when he did, sounds went off on the broken piano. And he said to Billy, I can see, I can see, I can see. Billy got nervous and ran home to his mama and left the blind kid by himself. Stevie ran home, it's a true story. I don't know how the blind kid made it home, but he ran home. And he goes, Mama, Mama. We ain't cursed no more, because a couple days prior, he'd asked his mama, why am I born blind? She said, because we're cursed by God, true story. And he goes, oh mama, we ain't cursed. Come on somebody, <laughs> come on, even everybody try it. Come on, just everybody do a Stevie Wonder, it's good for your soul. Motion creates emotion, come on. Move your body, plus you'll retain 92% of what I'm saying if you move your body while I'm talking. <laughs> How many are you liking this so far? Can you handle like 10 more minutes of this? I'm gonna pray for you, you watch. He goes, mama, we ain't cursed no more. He says, what you talking about, Stevie? He says, what you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Stevie? And he says, mama, I was over at Billy's. I stumbled and I hit this thing and sounds went off. And when it did, I saw all these people's faces and they're all happy. Mommy, I'm gonna make sounds and make people happy. She says, but you don't see with your outer eyes. You don't see with my face. You don't see my hands. No, 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 mama. I don't see with my outer eyes, but I see with my inner eyes. Mama, I'm going to make people happy. At the age of five, by the age of 14, he'd mastered 11 instruments. He's made $700 million from a guy that can't see with his outer eyes, but he can see with his inner eyes. God is highly interested in what you see with your spiritual eyes. Seven times in the scripture, God comes to people. What do you see? Not just what's in front of you, what do you see? Not what you look at. Eyes that look are common. My friend Kim Clements said, who's in heaven today. But eyes that see, they're rare. Come on, Helen Keller said, what's worse than being born blind? Having sight with no vision or dream. Did you catch that? What's your dream? Does your kids know your dream? Does your husband know your dream? Does your wife know your vision? You ought to go home and I say, baby, we're going to dream with God. We're going to be gonna. If we're going to run with something, we got to have something, a target to run at, to run for. We can't go out of here on pop psychology, just a lot of hype and success. We got to go out of here with a vision, knowing that if we make the vision, the mind of a man plans his way, then God directs his steps. You're waiting on God and God's waiting on you. If you don't believe me, two thirds of his name is go and the other two thirds of God's name is do. Trust me, he's waiting on you. That was deep, some of you didn't even catch that. God, G-O-D, do, go, come on. This all came from a guy that I flunked out of Bible school. They told me I cussed too much. It's a true story. Now they pay me a lot of money to come hear me speak. Aren't you glad that God takes things foolish and confounds the wise? How do you get to stand up here? I did. Come on. I was nothing and God made me something. I had a dream and I walked away from a professional career that paid me a lot of money. Worked as a janitor in a church with a heavenly dream that one day God was going to get me where I wanted to go. But I realized the dream is free, but the hustle's not. And if you don't work your land, you can't have the abundance. A dream comes through much activity, Solomon said. So I started working in a church, 2,000 empty seats, scrubbing toilets, come on, working on my character, putting miracles inside me, come on. This week I only said six cuss words, come on, that's improvement. I don't feel any coming up tonight. I'm only joking, come on. Why do you say that? God takes shaky people and gives them sturdy projects. Most people disqualify themselves because of their weakness. Don't let your weakness talk you out of your greatness. The fact that God chose you, shows you you're a work in progress. He will work it in you if you're workable. Let him shape you. He's holy, so he'll make you holy. He's beautiful, so he'll make you beautiful. He's healthy, so he'll make you heal. Come on. He's strong, so he'll turn your weaknesses to strength anybody with me stagnant or stirred am I as a lover what's it like to be in a relationship with me do I look at what I can get or what I can give have I exchanged love for lust why because love gives lust takes when you walked into the doors tonight I'm gonna put a little demand on you to challenge you because you don't find what you're made of till you're challenged you want me just to do the nice Jesus message oh praise the Lord he said a nice couple prayers you don't want that your spirit don't like that you want soul power. God gave you a spirit of power, you might as well learn how to use that freaking thing. So you don't live weak. Come on, did you walk in here tonight asking yourself, who could I lift up, who could I bless, who could I heal, who could I change, or did you go, I'm gonna get my word. I'm gonna get my blessing on. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get my praise on when that awesome worship band was up here. Did you come in here looking hey who could i heal tonight who could i serve tonight who could i enrich tonight who could i make better tonight i'm tired (laughs) really i'm tired but yet jesus said the greatest thing in all your life is to be known by your love you won't need faith in heaven it's not going there you need faith on earth to move mountains to conquer weaknesses and blast out demons come on somebody you need hope here to have a dream and a vision you won't need it there because you'll know understand all things but the only thing that's going with you when you go to heaven is your love if there was to be evidence of how much love you've shown to people in your community your workspace they didn't deserve it we're talking about love love is i choose you not i like you somebody with me on this thing come on help me preach this thing you can handle 10 more minutes and i'm done and i'm gonna pray and it's go wild on you watch love is not oh my gosh i feel in love with you you're just so beautiful mija you're so wonderful your delicate angelic spirit that's not love love is it doesn't matter what you do i've already chosen to love you and do you good love believes the best about the worst jesus relationship with every human being in the world is not based on what we do back He said, I already chose you and appointed you and I decided to love you and went to a cross. His side of the relationship has nothing to do with what I do. He already chose to love me. Whether we walk together is my choice to agree with that love and let that love change me and transform me. But in my mind, I got to learn how to love like God loves. Come on or else I'm like, okay, what have you done for me lately? Come on, are you grading people? Oh my gosh. Have you shown me a love? Have you shown me enough passion? Have you shown me this? Have you shown me that? A lot of your relationships would stop if you become passionate again, loving again. If you just said, love begins with me. What walls are you putting up between you and love? Who's starving for your love tonight? Who craves your love tonight? Who needs a call from you, a text from you? And I love you. I care about you. You're the greatest person in the world to me. Have I told you, baby, in the last 10, in the last 10 days, this is who you are in my eyes. I'm so grateful I have you. We might be a little bit, a little bit tight right now or a little bit hurting, but never forget, you freaking rock my world. I'm so grateful for you. Tell your kids who they are. Don't, put either, don't don't let all these, hand, these transgender confused hands in the middle of school system put their hands on your children and tell them who they are when you have a responsibility to prophesy to your children. You're going to be a world shaker. You're going to be a mighty woman. You're not going to be confused. You're going to be mighty in the land. Somebody ought to rise up. We're not letting America raise our kids. We're going to raise our children. Give the Lord a clap. Put a shout in here. Hey! You still with me? Yeah. Jesus showed up a pool. It's supposed to be known for its miracle activity. Think about the miracles packed inside of you. Think about the miracles packing inside of you that aren't yet. Yeah, the reason why you're breathing is those miracles haven't come out yet. Or else you already be in heaven. You've got miracles lined up on the inside of you. According to Webster's, a supernatural intervention of God into the natural affairs of men. They're in you waiting to be stirred. When you're in Africa, the best thing to go. We went on a safari one time and I was there and I was all excited to see the lions. I wanted to see them eat a zebra. Come on, some of you men. Come on, you watch like National. Come on, I didn't want to watch like a little rabbit run across. Oh, that's really cool. I paid the money. I wanted to see the lion eat the flipping zebra. And I got out there and I was totally shocked. The lions are lazy. Self control yeah we came up cause a pride we were like chucking m&ms at them throwing sprite cans come on anything we could and they just said the zulus like during the day the elephant is king of the jungle i go what happens at night the lion gets hungry <laughs> what happens when the lion gets hungry the atmosphere changes <laughs> what happens when your life when the lion on the inside of jesus rises up inside you atmosphere shifts Jesus came across, there was a man for 38 years had been in the same place for 38 years. And it's interesting, Jesus comes up to him and he looks and he says, and Jesus just watched. All these hurting people and Jesus didn't usher a word or lay hands, he watched. I, Jesus, don't you know, I got problems, come on. Don't you know my kid's struggling with addiction? Don't you know, and he's just watching. John chapter five, read it yourself. He sat there and watched. And then he masters the art of communication. He asks a question. God doesn't ask a question because he needs advice. What kind of advice are you gonna offer Jesus? The guy walked on water, he split time, BC and AD. Come on, you ain't that smart. You're the created, he's the creator. Come on, he's Alpha and Omega beginning and the end. Come on, he will outlive you. Come on somebody. When you can raise dead people, then come talk. Come on somebody. He asks a question. He does it for a reason because questions convey respect, connection, and continuation. It let's a thought breathe. And the question, the quality of your life is the quality of questions you ask. Jesus said, Whatever you ask, you re. Most people ask themselves, Why am I hurting so bad? Why haven't I got my miracle yet? Why don't they notice me so I can sing on the worship team? Partly is because you only show up once a month. Well, that was a good one right there. Come on, I, I just kicked somebody in the shin for you. That was awesome. You can give me a good tip later. I'll send you some holy water from Jerusalem. <laughs> Only joking. I don't play gimmicks. Why is this bad thing happening? You ask a better question because your mind can make a heaven out of hell or a hell out of heaven. That was good. I don't do a lot of things good. That one was good. I'm not good at a lot of things. That was actually a good one. Your mind can make a heaven out of hell or a hell out of heaven because thinking is asking and answering questions. And most people, you think the devil's messing with you. He's got you so on a cycle that's in your soul, a soul cycle where you ask yourself bad questions. He's in the middle of Russia and you think he's messing with you, come on. And you're in the middle of Santa Ana, come on somebody. And you're just trying to figure out to go to Alberto's, come on somebody. Or the Olive Garden. And you think Lucifer's on your freaking doorstep. Really, it's just bad questioning. Don't give the devil that much credit. that was funny <laughs> okay, watch. he asked him he goes do you want to be well why because not everybody does one night I remember pulling a woman out of a wheelchair she never walked and stood one day in her life and she goes this beautiful Asian woman she goes I want to stand up I go let's go for it and her mom kept going pray for her mind why would you want me to pray for her mind she's in a wheelchair let's go after it The Jesus style let's go for it So I went to go pull her out of the wheelchair. No, pray for her mind. Shut up! I'm going to pray for her. I didn't say that. I was in a church, but I wanted to. There's things you want to say and you don't say it. Come on, don't don't act like you got it all together. Come on, somebody. In my mind, I pulled her up and held her up, and she was shaky. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, she had like this big old miracle and she was flowing. No, it was shaky because sometimes miracles are messy a miracle is not a miracle of god it's a process of god that you work the process in faith and god sped up the process oh man let me just- in honor of my friend, Miles Monroe, who I used to speak with all the time, he's in heaven tonight, he wrote 72 books, The Ambassador of the Bahamas. He said, a miracle is not a miracle to God, it's a process of God, that when you work the process, what are you doing when you lift your hands and it doesn't feel good, and it's a sacrifice of praise, rather than it's an absolute satisfaction of praise. Come on. When you give and it, it don't feel right. Come on, somebody. When you tithe consistently, because God's word says it's true, not your bank account says it's true. Come on, somebody. When you show up in love and honor, for mercy to someone that deserves to be kicked in the head god's word always don't make sense come on that's why he says don't trust on your own understanding i picked this woman up she's all shaky and the woman kept going pray for her mind i'm like no i'm praying for her body she took a step for the first time in her life another step another step i had her walking and it was jerky we needed help because some miracles need people to help them out come on and sometimes walking out a miracle it takes sometimes more than one shot. And can be encouraged you don't quit just because it didn't happen on your timetable. Maybe the miracle's in motion. Keep putting the right seed in the ground, watering the right seed, staying at it because eventually a harvest shall come if you don't quit. Oh, come on. Come on. Oh, yes. Anybody still with me? It's nine, 9 5 watch. I lifted her up and the whole time, just pray for her mind. Finally, the mom says, put her back in her chair. I had to honor the mom, she was a youngster, she went back in her chair. That girl today is still in her wheelchair. I asked the pastor, so flipping frustrated. I go, what happened with that lady? He goes, oh The mom and the dad don't work they live she's brilliant in her mind so the government pays her six figures to operate out of her mind but if she was to get better the whole family would have to go back to work and they get a car mercedes's from the government they get a housing from the government see if somebody if you got healed in here you might have to go back to work you might have to love again you might have to do something again do you really want to get well jesus asked the question are you determined to beat the depression are you determined to beat the suicidal thoughts are you really want to get out of the addiction or is it just a band-aid do you really want to beat the cancer or yeah I do but I like talking about it because a lot of people then want to send me a lot of stuff and they always want to talk to me about my cancer not my healing well Jesus said you'll eat your own words so if you have conversations always about the cancer not the cure what do you think your life is moving forward somebody with me on the spot do you want to get well and he goes Man, I don't have, I have missing resources. I, I, I don't have anybody to put me in the pool. Why don't they ever help me? He started blaming. Why don't they ever help me? Why do I, Every time I try to get there, somebody blocks me. He has a story that didn't work for him. Can I suggest maybe it's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. Maybe it's the BS you have in your life. Your BS is your belief system. Friday night (laughs) I ain't with Joe Rogan tonight I'm with you come on somebody let me go there I don't have nobody to help me nobody ever comes nobody didn't do that for me nobody didn't do that maybe your own breakthroughs on the end of your own hands maybe maybe you're a 30% person but you want a hundred full return You can't expect a hundred full harvest if you're a 30% person. Well, I need to feel like you. I need to feel it. You don't live by your feelings. You walk by faith, not by sight. In fact, just say that out loud. I'm not what I feel. I'm what I decide. I'm not what I feel. I'm what I decide. How many know you can feel angry, happy, depressed, frustrated, and come on, even horny in about three minutes. You just laughed because I said horny in church. Somebody did something to get you here. I'm just stating the obvious. Why do I say that? Because you're tempted by it and you have self-control, but if you think your feelings run your life, you're deceived because you're believing the God of your feelings rather than the God that gave you self-control. You're not what you feel, you're what you decide. I'm not what the addiction says, I'm what I decide. I'm not what I feel if I feel angry, hurtful, remorse. I can feel those things, I can feel afraid, I can be courageous. I can feel bitter, but I can choose to forgive. I can feel lustful but choose to walk in purity. I can feel like going back to an addiction but choose sobriety. I'm not what I feel, I'm what I decide. I'm ending right here. Watch. Jesus said, he confronts his condition with a revelation, not sympathy. I, mijo, I'm so sorry you've been here for 38 years, four decades. And really, you haven't gotten over it yet? Jesus said rise take up your bed and walk and nothing changed what if he came to you said rise act like it's working and you don't feel anything sometimes all you have is one word from God but one word from God is enough two weeks ago I pulled a man and he walked up to the front I was in Georgia doing a conference just a week and a half ago where I was in Atlanta and a man walked up with a walker or a, a thing he was crippled and he walked up like this with his wife. His wife was leading him and he was sitting there and he sat there and he looked at me, about middle-aged man. And I go, do you like walking with that? He goes, no. I go, are you more than that? He goes, I think I am. I go, I know you are. I go, I want you to take a step. He goes, it hurts. I go, it's gonna hurt either way. You might as well try to take a step and I'll hold your hand. So there's five steps to the platform. He took a step and it took him a while and everyone's watching, what are you gonna do? I go, is tonight the night that you get it back and get everything back that you've lost? He goes, it has to be, I go, why? I lost my manhood. I'm being cared for by a woman now. I can't work. I can't do this. This isn't the best me. I'm 58, whatever, 57 years old. I can't live like this. This isn't what Jesus died for. That I could just struggle through life, hobble through the rest of my life, and become conditioned and habituated by a condition to where my identity's built around something wrong with me rather than something right with me. I, this doesn't work for me, Rex. So in front of everybody, I felt God tell me to do it. Happened when I was with Ice T, the rapper, and Lavar. I took it, this freaking crane, in front of everyone, I went, in the middle of a church, chucked the man's walker. You did what? Threw the man's walker. And he goes, you just threw my walker. I go, yeah, you don't got a choice tonight. You're going to get everything back that the devil took for me, the life took for you. You're going to step into a miracle. He goes, I don't feel it. Faith isn't how you feel. It's how you step. Faith isn't how you feel, it's how you step. Faith isn't how you feel, it's how you step. Come on, somebody. All of a sudden, he took a step. It was jerky. Another step, another step, then another step, another step, another step, another step, another step. I don't need you, Rex. All of a sudden, the man began to run across his wife on the front row standing there. Jesus, my baby's coming back. Come on, somebody about a thousand people going bananas one man stepped into a moment where God told him says you don't got a choice this is a time to rise and begin to walk again some of you have been at a standstill COVID stopped you. Come on. Addiction stopped you. Feeling stopped you. Fear stopped you. Weakness stopped you. Other people's opinions are outweighing God's in your life right now. And it's halted you and jeers saying, but you don't know what they've done to me. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I've gone down. You don't understand what's happening. And Jesus is saying at this time in this moment, hear me. Well, I'm changing the season. You keep reliving a cycle and you're missing my seasons because you're stuck in cycles. Yeah, it is good that's real good (laughs) see the angel kept coming and he missed the season because he was stuck in a mind cycle what's your mind cycle i can't i didn't i don't i'm not walk move bam Things shifted it just like the little boy with cerebral palsy on Sunday. He took off running in front of them all. Someone's about to find their walk again with their family. Someone's going to find their walk and their strength in God. It says as he moved, the strength that Jesus promised began to take hold of his physical body. You might start out in weakness, but as you begin to step, do I have anybody in here on a Friday night? You didn't come for a church service. You came to get something and to step into something where you begin to step and move and strength is restored give the Lord a clap and a shout I'm done speaking give the Lord a clap and a shout come on hey can I get keys behind me you can play anything you want Stevie Wonder John Legend why the Jesus style works everywhere I'll tell the morning what happened at Facebook all of a sudden I called the woman out and I said, can I pray for you and tell you about your future? I didn't say pray. I said, can I tell you about your future? Because they didn't know I was a minister. They thought I was a self-help guru. <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel centered. <laughs> Why can't you be a sheep in wolves clothing? Not a wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> Come on. Go undetected. Be a Joseph. Come on. Be in your workplace and do the Jesus style. Live the Jesus life. Everywhere you went, He went about doing good and healing those that are oppressed and hurting of the devil. Make his mission your ministry mission. Make his ministry yours. It don't matter whether you work at Del Taco, come on somebody, and you make those, come on those things that burn your esophagus in the middle of the night. Come on, do it unto Jesus and help other people through the drive-through window. Cast the demon out. And come on, and a burrito while you're out, and some beans, come on somebody. If you're a worker in St. Jude, in the children's hospital, I've been in there many times with some of my UFC friends, right around the corner, do the Jesus style. Not just encouraged, let me release God on you. Come on. Somebody here, you have pain in your left hip. You've had pain in your left hip. You've had pain in your left hip. Where are you? Yes, ma'am, can I pray for you? Can you run down to the front like the price is right? Just one person at a time. And people in security watched, some guy tried to punch me the other night and they took him out. A lady that was crippled, San Diego. Right when I went to pray for her, somebody went to punch me. About 2,000 people and they grabbed them, they tackled them. So just pay attention because sometimes it stirs up people, do silly stuff. Close your eyes, what's your name? Dioselina. Salina. ay! <laughs> what a beautiful human. You're such a beautiful person. Thank you. Lift your hands. Can I have somebody say, oh I like you. Come on, you're a good guy. Look how happy he looks. Give him a clap. That guy's awesome. He's like a local hero, huh? Like local legend. Local legend status. What's your first name? Mark. Mark. God's going to really use you. Before I pray for you, Dios, Selena. hold on one second. Just lift your hands. Jesus, if you're anywhere around the neighborhood, flow through him, bam, I'm not into falling, but there's also a thing called impartation. I've had God do it to me personally when I've been praying, and I had it happen to a couple people. I've seen it done wrong on Christian TV, and I wasn't into it. But I've also had something happen to me that was right and beautiful because Jesus did it. I'm not into falling. I'm into God's healing and impartation. How many are open to that? Come on. I've seen a lot of people fall that don't change, but I also seen God impart things and change things. That's what's gonna happen tomorrow. Tomorrow morning's gonna be all impartation. We're gonna go after and pray for every person. Paul said, I long to impart a spiritual gift to you. I'm gonna unlock today. Tomorrow morning's gonna be an unlocking of spiritual gifting in you. Tonight's gonna be healing, but tomorrow morning's gonna be a prophetic unlocking of things inside you and spiritual gifts, God's love language on the planet. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are his love language to humanity. You don't need them in heaven, but you need them on earth. Okay, so we're, we're gonna pray for your hip. And we gotta, we gotta get up the hero, the local legend, we gotta get him up. That was wild, huh? Can I tell you something too? The plaque in your artery, right there, well, you're gonna feel, watch, boom. Cleanse it, I cleanse it in his name. I cleanse it in his name. I see it. What if it doesn't work, what if it does? Done this at the White House, done it for three administrations, Baracks, Trumps, and and Bushes. Why? Just believe that he can. You can't talk it out of me. Jesus wasn't a person that lived on the earth 2,000 years ago, and he's gonna come back, and you're gonna be good in heaven. That's not that same Jesus. That's gonna happen, but he's still the same yesterday, today, and forever through people who believe in him. And the only Jesus that the world can see is through you. How you show up, how you love, how you do business, how you care for people. I don't want someone to pray for me like God if it be your will please don't pray for me Jesus is the will of God if you've seen me you've seen the father and two-thirds of his ministry he healed sick people mentally and physically I don't need to go see a theologian I can read the Gospels for myself if I've seen Jesus I've seen God come on everyone's looking around like like Tupac said all eyes on me watch okay I'm gonna pray for the Ocelina she's waited all this time okay I need my homie come on where are you at My man, I like my man. Come on, the local legend. I wanna say this too. You're gonna get, there's a financial bump that's gonna happen for you in the month of August around the 16th through the 23rd in the month of August. And then you're going to have something, an uh, opportunity, it's going to be a financial opportunity. It's going to happen in the month of October around the 18th. The Lord's already gone into your future of your family and he's cutting off things that have been there. Heart disease is being broken off your family and things are shifting economically. And I see a thing that you've been under a little bit of a financial weight. God says, I'm going to bring you out of it where that thing's not going to linger over you anymore. I'm supernaturally going to remove that thing from you and lift it off and I'm going to bring you into a season you got it God it feels so barren out here I keep showing up I feel so like so dry God says it's about to rain on your parade <laughs> I'm going to turn my favor on your famine <laughs> <laughs> pastor I told that to a person in Utah the other day about six months ago and I said on it'll be November the fourth or fifth I think the pastor has reached out somebody closed a 21 point that called the, called the guy out by his name. I would never met them, I'd never been there before. And I saw that as a sign that I was there in Utah, I said, as a sign, Jesus is about to bring a Jesus movement to the state of Utah. There'll be an earthquake before I come and you'll see the angel Marana get knocked off, the biggest Mormon angel that's on the biggest thing. Go look it up on CNN or whatever you wanna look at. There was a massive earthquake. The only thing that fell was the angel Marana and it came in a couple of days later. It's a true story. God only used that as a sign, a sign. Does not make me a big deal? Spiritual gifts do not reveal maturity. They're just a gift to express God's goodness. Character's maturity, come on. How I treat people's maturity. How I handle money, come on, is a maturity. How I treat my wife behind closed doors is maturity. What kind of dad I am, that's maturity, come on. What I look at, what I listen to, how I handle things, my speed that's maturity. How I many of that's true? All right. Jesus, if you're anywhere around the neighborhood, Okay, I'm gonna put my hand up on her hip. When she dip, I dip. No, <laughs> Jesus, I pray your healing presence would flow through her hip area. My beautiful friend, I command that pain to go. He's gonna unhook. One, two, three, bam. Go through her, <sharp inhale> go through her body. Why do you do that? I don't know. Spider-Man did things and Batman said, "Pow!" I do that, I don't know. Thank you, Jesus, for bringing healing throughout her whole body. Look for healing. Move your hip, move your hips. Look for healing. Move it around. So we did something. I prayed, but you looked right for pain again. So watch this. Your hands. Jesus flowed through her body. Thank you, God, for bringing healing to her body. move a hip move, move, your, move your legs look for healing on it watch this walk with me walk with me it'll feel limber it'll feel looser aye they're watching us they're watching us run in circles it should feel a lot looser huh yes. it does for reals yeah. for reals now we're going to run a little bit would that normally cause pain run Would that normally cause pain? Would that normally hurt? I was talking to you about your healing and you keep telling me about your bones. Okay, I'm looking for my healing. Well, you're healing, but you just said you were feeling better. So help me out. Yes, yes. You are feeling better or you're not? In which area? In your body? God, we thank you for bringing the whole thing to completion over her life. In Jesus name, we thank you for her beautiful life and her family. We thank you for it, amen. Thank you. Stay up here though, I want you to sit right here. Sit next to my wife. Let her put her hand on your shoulder. Who has problems with like um, your esophagus when you have, get a lot of heartburn, but it's in your throat? Like when you, when, you, when you, you do ma'am, can I pray for you, okay? Just come real quickly. Can somebody come with me? I need my man to come with me. What's your name, I'm sorry? Emma can you guys all stretch your hands towards her because you care? What if it was your prayer that made a difference, not mine? Because God cares. How many know love does the best for people? Jesus, I pray that you'd go into Emma's body, you made her body. I thank you that you took her pain. and I pray you would remove. I pray all that acid reflux. I pray that you would go into that area that's raw and you'd bring healing all through the esophagus. And that blockage, that little nodule, dissolve it. Dissolve it, dissolve it. Dissolve it, I pray, in the name of Jesus. Dissolve it. Dissolve it. Nicole, come here for a minute. Let me pray for you, my friend. Nicole's been my friend for a long time. Beautiful. Just stretch your hands towards my friend all the way from Hollywood. Jesus, let your healing presence flow through her body. I rebuke every bit of infirmity, try to steal your body. I break this, I break this infirmity off your body. Lord, I thank you for touching her, restoring her unto health, strength being imparted unto her. I thank you for touching her cells and cleansing her blood. Every bit of infirmity goes, every bit of infirmity goes. I break every spirit of infirmity against my friend. No way, no way, heaven yes, hell no. Heaven yes, hell no over her life. Thank you, God, for your great presence on her life, the call on her life, the gifting on her life. And I thank you for bringing wholeness all throughout her physical body. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Who has, who has cancer? Cancer, like, who's cancer? Is it Raul, Raul? Is there Raul? Where's Raul? Is that who I'm looking for? What? Manuel? Where's he at? Manuel, where's Manuel? Hey, my brother, can I pray for you? Can I pray for you, sir? I hate cancer, I hate cancer. Can you stretch your hands towards Manuel? Cause you care, come on, you come on. Everybody can handle a couple. You got five more minutes of this, then so come on. You can handle it. What if it was your parent? What if it was your brother, your dad? Just lift your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Someone say, thank you, Jesus, that you are healing Manuel's body. We command his cancer to leave and that your healing presence would flow through his body. Lord, I pray you go through all of his cells I pray all of his white blood cell count, his red blood cell count, his T cells. I command every bit of infirmity to go. Creative miracle healing presence flow through his mortal body. As it is in heaven, let it be on earth. Lord, I lay my hand on him. You told me to do something stupid. Put my hand on somebody. But you would do something miraculous. You would do a creative miracle healing. I believe your word. I believe your Word. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God over facts. I believe God over a medical diagnosis. I believe God. Flow through His mortal body. You're going to feel a warmth. All oh, go through your mortal body, through your colon, through your whole mortal body. If you know how to pray in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit. If you think it's weird, don't think it's weird. The Bible says it's for you today. Why? There's things your spirit knows your head doesn't. Come on. Raba, Sheke Rebeke. Paul said, I pray in tongues more than you all. Don't let anybody tell you that's not God's plan for you. Shh. Watch, boom. All throughout his body. Every cell be regenerated. Every cell be regenerated autoimmune somebody's got an autoimmune and it's like a like a limes type of thing autoimmune where are you lift your hand where are you miss can you stand up right there come here to the right come here to the right come over here to my right your left. watch lift your hands just flow through her body God and remove every bit of that flow through her body be healed be healed you feel that going through your body man you feel that I can't hear it. I can't. Say this with me. Say, thank you, Jesus Christo, that you are healing me in my body right now. Cause you love me, cause you love me, cause you love me, cause you love me. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Just breathe out. Breathe. Take a deep breath. <sighs> Why is she standing? Cancer. What's your name? You have a great smile, Denise. How are you? Pray for Denise. Put your hands toward Denise. Jesus, flow through her body. We command this cancer to go. There's no cancer in heaven. Let there be no cancer in her body on earth. Thank you for restoring her unto health. Let your healing presence. That's real, huh? Be healed. Be healed. somebody have like a blood thing where it's like a lupus or like a blood it's a blood it's a blood thing it's a it's a woman like a blood like a lupus or like a blood a blood condition a blood i see it in the blood you do ma'am is it lupus come out here to the side just for a minute it should look like a bomb when this is all done so it happened at facebook All of a sudden, this God stopped my little motivational talk and one by one for two hours and 48 minutes, one by one unsaved, the power of God knocking people out, healing people, people getting set free from demons because Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. Not because of great wrecks, because that's for sure didn't happen. Lord, we command every bit of this lupus to go from her body. There's no lupus in heaven. There's no blood issues in heaven. And Jesus, we thank you that you took our sickness so we could be healed. We thank you for freeing, or stretch your hands towards this beautiful lady. Say, Jesus, thank you that healing is the children's bread. According to your word, we partake. Thank you for bringing healing to our lives. Shh, boom. You're gonna feel different in your body Your whole body's gonna feel different. And no strokes, no strokes, no strokes over you. No dementia, no strokes. This ain't taking you down south, Uh uh-uh, no way. It is written whatever I bind on earth is bound in heaven. It is written whatever I permit on earth is permitted. I forbid this to mess with you and take you out through a stroke. In Jesus' name. As a sign lord i pray she'd feel that go all through her body boom now there it is Woo. you feel that and that wow what do you feel like Tingling. <laughs> watch how free your brain feels too in your mind open up open your eyes watch how good that feels you feel that free your mind and the rest will follow that's not on hill songs I think that was the end vogue. There's some... If you struggle with anxiety and you've been struggling against depression, I don't believe you have depression or anxiety. Stop saying you have it, just you're battling it. If you're honest enough, just stand up for a minute. If you're in a room and you've been battling anxiety, or battling, thank you for your honesty. I've been there that point in my life as a minister, I battled it. And if you see someone around you because we're a family and we nurse each other back to health in the Jesus way. Put your hand on their shoulder, not their head. Put your hand on their shoulder, not their head. And I want you to command the, all that stuff to leave and, be, and we command, pray for them to be healed, restored spiritually, mentally. And if you're, if you're being prayed for, open your hands, lift your hands up. By that, you're saying, go ahead, Jesus, go ahead, Jesus. Come on, go ahead, let's release God, come on. We're almost done, you got three more minutes of this. Come on, let's go. Come on, let me hear you, come on, you powerful people. Thank you, God, freedom. Freedom mentally, freedom emotionally. Freedom. I thank you, Jesus. Flow through my friend. Thank you, God. (sighs) Cancel Satan's plans against your life. I thank you, God, that you have great hope for him. The hope of your calling over his life would flow into him tonight. I thank you for new beginnings and great peace. Great peace and great joy. Cheerful mind will come back, Lord. Thank you, God, for new things in his life where he's felt he's been buried. Let the dreams begin to replace all that dread and heaviness and disappointment my brother. Thank you. for. Come on, pray for him. Just 30 more seconds. You got it. Come on. Shh. Come on, you got it. Come on, elevate church. That's what we're doing. We're raising the roof. We're going to another level in here. Come on. How many of you feel it? Healing, flowing. Shh. Now look for healing. Tell them to lift their hands and look for healing. Tell them to lift their hands and look for healing. Come on, tell them to lift their hands and look for healing. Why don't we give the Lord a clap and a shout in here? Why don't we give the Lord a clap and a shout in here? Before, before we go, somebody's got, where or in your back of your legs where it gets like, where you can't, that neuropathy type of thing in the, in your legs, it's your, um, it's like you're, uh, you, you get that, ma'am, in your legs? Do you have that in your legs now? You get, you, do you like having that? Oh, okay, I just want to make sure. You seem like too joyful of a person to like having that. I like you. You're just a happy lady. Who are you? You're Val, a valid, cool lady. I love that. Look at your, at your sister. You're proud of your sister, huh? You just lost your mom. Bless your heart. I'm so sorry to hear that. Thank God she's in heaven. You're okay, you can stay here, it's okay. I like having you around. Two sisters, this is cool for me. You wanna hold your sister's hand? Okay, you can. Okay, stretch your hands through this wonderful people. Jesus, let your healing presence. There you go, yeah, come on, watch this. Put your hand on your shoulder and you just receive. In Jesus' name, we command every bit of that neuropathy and that varicose vein, I command that varicose vein to open, that tunnel to open and I command that to be healed. I command that to be healed. There's so also two or three, there's two different women that are being healed of eating disorders in here tonight. You've been starving yourself and there's someone too else on a pain medication. You keep taking it to numb memories and God wants to free you tonight. If you'll trust him, he'll heal you. He'll heal you tonight. Neurologically, somebody's subconscious is being healed from an abortion that happened around 28 years of age. You had an abortion at 20 years' age. I can almost tell you, say your name out loud. I I feel like I got that name um but god wants to heal your conscience and your subconscious tonight if you'll release that to him that torment that you felt in your brain will leave tonight and god will restore your conscience and subconscious where you'll be able to think clearly again where you won't be tormented by that spirit that says kill yourself kill yourself drive into uh, just go into oncoming traffic take yourself out No, no no that gets broken tonight There's a beautiful woman in here that God loves you and he's not mad at you. Your child is a little boy. He's in heaven and you'll meet him again. But God said, I want to heal you and free you because I love you and I care about you. And I want to stop the cycle of death tonight. Over your mind, be healed. As I'm praying for this wonderful lady up front, be healed in your conscience and subconscious. You don't have to just say, Jesus, I give that to you. Forgive me. I give that to you. Forgive me. I give that to you. Forgive me. I thank you for it in Jesus name. Can okay, I watch this walk with me? Walk strong, walk strong with me. Look at you. What you you feel that now? Where's all that pain for reals? Tell the truth. I didn't lie. All the pain is gone. Was it in here earlier? It was run. Come on, give the Lord a clap and a shout. come on girl get your sexy back you say why do you say funny things God gave you personality might as well use it yep. 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 I don't know how to be Pastor Adam he's too cool for me but listen God made me me I learned to like me when you learn to like you you're free you can love what God loves you can like what God likes he doesn't approve of everything you do but he approves of who you are He didn't make junk. You weren't made on an assembly line. You're just what he wanted to make. And the reason God made you and everyone hear me as I end. The only reason God made you is so he can love you. Don't play hard to get. He only made you so he can love you. If you feel tonight, I want to come back strong to God. I need to strengthen my relationship with God. Because if God feels distant tonight, guess who moved? God is as close as you allow him to be to me and anybody in this room. If you feel like that, just lift your hand. If you feel like I want to be closer to God, look at all those great hands. Come on. These are great people. Honesty. Heaven's watching. Come on. Imagine all the angels in this room just watching, going, yes, just say this, say, Jesus, I came to elevate because I want things to be different. I surrender to you. You're my savior. You're my healer. You're my victory. You're my provider. You're my deliverer. And I thank you that you're leading me in triumph. You're making me more than a conqueror. So I thank you on this first night that things are getting broke off me. And new things that you have for me are coming to life. I thank you that you love me. I receive your love. I receive your love. And I thank you that I'm going to the next level because it's time to run with it. It's time to run with it. Someone say, it's time to run with it. Give the Lord a clap and a shout. Pastor Adam, thank you so much.